Hello and welcome to episode 58 of I'm Fine, a chat between myself, Damo and Mark, a man who can turn even the most mundane and apathetic pursuits into a competition. <laughs> it's a chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sport and matters of national importance, like how far a stack of £37 billion of Chris 20s will go into space. I'd like to see what podcast is providing those kind of pearls. None. No. I well, checked. Check them all. And they're not. No. <laughs> all of it. You have been busy this week. <laughs> in short, it's a poke at our perfectly imperfect lives. And if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this madness. That was a good one. Mm, that's your highest, yeah. Thanks. Uh, our work here is done. Uh, make sure you subscribe to us in your podcast app and follow us on the socials by searching for I'm Finecast. Join us on Instagram if you can. Pop in and say hi. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> People do that, don't they? Just drop in, have a coffee. Yeah? No? On um, what, on radio stations or people in just, life? Yeah, life, don't they? Hey, pop in. It's like, you know, agencies do that. If you're around. On, on their contact page. Hey, just drop by for coffee. It's like, no, no no busy agency wants people randomly dropping in for a coffee. No. You no. know what I mean? Unless you're spending, you know, a couple of mil. Yeah. Piss off. Um, don't know where that came from. So, coming up in this episode, warm up and stretch our usual catch up and bookmarks. Yep. Yeah. You okay? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Work life's bad. just a bit. You've got a lot of energy, I think. I have, uh, yeah, I'm feeling it. Yeah. Work-life ballet, how it started and how it's going. Mm. The meme of 2020. Yeah. Uh, and brain food, actual uh, actual food stuff. Yeah. As Mark takes us through some of his favourite recipes. <laughs> yeah. I put that in knowing before you probably haven't got... We sort of shifted into like this morning, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Lego bird tables. <laughs> yeah, and now your favourite recipe. Well, you've been sending me pictures of like just things you've been cooking and they've been looking delicious so i just thought okay you might want to talk us through some of those things i don't know what you've got you've got something but i don't know what you've i'm just putting that in i like kind of sit your face go oh shit i haven't got that ready (laughs) because you didn't tell me it's there (laughs) it's in the it's in the thing no no, i know but that's assuming that i'm going to read them you've even written some after my thing which proves you've you've been in the vicinity when i was writing my fairy tale at 2 30 this morning i decided to have a little delve very good little elf a little elf. Just thinking little fairy d- tales. A little d-elf. Yeah. Is that in this one? Your fairy tale? I don't know. It doesn't matter where it is, really. It can go in. Yeah, I wasn't going to tease it. No. But you just have yourself. You've written a fairy tale. Yeah, I don't know if it's, like I said to you. I honestly, <laughs> That's a classic I, text this morning. I honestly don't know whether you're going to look at me when I read it out and go, why the fuck did you stay up till half two doing that? Or go, I really enjoyed that. But half two, it's probably absolutely bobby, wasn't it? You're just writing it going, this is just gushing me out. I've just become the new Shakespeare. <laughs> I'll just show you very quickly. So, that's first page, which looks like a, you know, proper well-written Yeah, it does. Yeah, script. it looks like a manuscript, yeah. And then you get to the, get little, like, this is the oh. half past two page. Yeah, it's looking, looking a bit thin <laughs> on just the ground. Just random words. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's good if it works. One of those cold light of day things. You, you get up and have a little look and you're like, oh my God, what was I thinking? Yeah. Half past two, it made me laugh. Gone from awesome. bard to... Bullshit. Yeah. Bard to... No, it didn't work. No. Uh, also in Mailbag, we have uh, some life hacks. Hopefully you've got some uh, home genie tips yes. for us. Yeah. So I can slag them off like I did last week. <laughs> um, you can eat that. I think, I'm not. I was what? just about to and I can't. It looks delicious though. Do you want to have a little... Look at that. You can have a bite no, if you're, if you're hungry. I'll wait. Do you I'll wait. Have a, in the break. Patience of virtue. <laughs> um, oh, it made me laugh. The uh, Me eating that. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly dis- um, discomfortable. <laughs> discomfort. <laughs> Disgusting and uncomfortable. That's Discom- interesting, discomfortable. Actually. Discomfort, but uncomfortable. Yeah. Why is it not uncomfort? 
I had a sense of uncomfort, but you wouldn't. You'd say discomfort, but you don't say, oh, I feel a bit dis- discomfortable. Yeah, you, you're right. Mm. Mm. Interesting, that one. Thanks for your text this week. This my is my, This is inserting my positive statement here. Okay. Thank you. It was very kind of you to send texts of just, you know, hope it's all going and wishing me oh, well. right. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember what day you wish, you know, you said hope. Several uh, times, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Just. Mm. Two. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> bombarded what, what, what you. <laughs> From Bard to Bombard. <laughs> But it was really nice. I was just saying thanks. Yeah, thanks for doing that. It was a really nice thing to do. Good. I'm glad you appreciated that. Yeah, I did. And so how are things in answer to those texts on that subject of you? Gets to that. Yeah, one of those weeks, last couple of weeks have ended on a Friday with a couple of what I've... Traditionally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I hate to go off piece. Yeah. <laughs> you know, why invent, reinvent the wheel? <laughs> yeah, it's Wednesday. Welcome to the weekend. <laughs> That's what I'm aiming towards, you know, mm. three days. Who invented three. the 5-2? Five to what? <laughs> the the, the five-two ratio. Where did oh. that ever come about? Did we discuss this before? No, I don't think we have. We mentioned it because you were saying about Sunday being the day of rest. Was I? Mm. So it prob- I probably did say it. We were no, just saying about that God didn't do on the seventh. He rested, wasn't it? We were trying to work out. Allegedly. Yeah. I just think it's a strange... Yeah, where, who, yeah. who sat down and went, right, Monday to Friday. So tradition- Sat- I mean, I know working weeks are different now. And so people- was Saturday and Sunday always a weekend? And why is it two days? And and was were they always at the end? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then back in the day, it used to be you could choose Wednesday might have been at the Sunday end. or Monday as your starting day of the week in diaries. It you was still can. Sunday. You still can on the computer. Yeah. Start of the week, Sunday. Or Monday. That's weird, isn't mm. it? You know, Wednesday might have been the beginning of the week. It's just all shifted. Mm. Doesn't matter anyway, does it? No. It's all construct. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. So you're all right. You mm. okay. Still, no, I haven't asked you yet. You did at the beginning. No, I didn't. I just said thank you for your text. All right. So that's the whole point of this. I don't ask you how you are anymore. I just insert a positive comment. Okay. Well, thank you for your positive comment. (laughs) And I'm I'm pleased I'm here. I'm pleased I'm here. Yeah. As we'll discuss, maybe. Have you had a near death experience? Well, the pod has. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right. I see. Sorry. Right. Okay. Well, maybe we can. I hadn't hadn't thought about. Bringing, bringing that in. I think this. I did put it in the notes that I wanted did to. Did you? Mm. Oh, there um, are, there the are a wise mind. Of... The wise mind, but I think <laughs> it's really important, <laughs> okay, personally. Cool. Okay, I'll put it in the next one. Mm. But, um, oh, so... can I just say, this yeah. is an interesting thought. You know Common Sense Committee? Yeah, it's us two, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Looking for members. I was... <laughs> I don't want anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the thing. Beginning of a football match. Yeah. Toss a coin, and the person that wins wins mm. decides which end which end or to have kickoff you can choose either right not everyone knows no, you can't that. have both can't have both right so you can choose to kick off and if you choose to kick off the the opposition choose which end yeah right and you see you could go oh we'll have kickoff yeah and the opposition go oh we'll play this way around in the first half and you go yeah got them that's exactly what i wanted right or or not or not <laughs> Most teams would choose the ends because there's a lot more to be gained on which way you play. So playing into your into your stand in the second half, for example. Exactly, it's mm-hmm. traditionally seen. But yeah, based as on an nothing. Advanti- as a, well, no, it's not. But I guess it's an advantage, isn't it? Well, why couldn't it be an advantage? We'll play towards your main. Well, it depends whether end. you're a defensive or attacking team. If you're, a, you know, fans encourage your the goals in the yeah. first half and then just defend, part the bus in the second half. Yeah, so it depends on your style. But it had, how naive but I, is that? Is to think we'll, we'll, well, just for people that can't understand, we're not making this very clear. When you choose ends, you do it for several reasons. One factor could be the sun in your eyes. One factor could be the wind behind you. Mm-hmm. It could be the rain. It could be in the yeah. 
but a, or, or in the old days, which way the pitch slopes. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <on>. Definitely. <laughs> I used to play on all sorts of dodgy pitches. Yeah. And the other factor is that most teams, and we think Liverpool are a key one on this, you know, it'll always be if someone wins the toss and they'll try and get it so they're not kicking towards the cop in the second half. So there's this sort of understanding yeah. that the home side wants to play towards the most vociferous end of the ground, supporting them in the second half. Yeah. What is that based on? Well, I, I, you've instinct, got forty-five minutes. It's not based on science, but instinctively, I would say I'd want to, I'd want to play towards my my fans in the second half. I totally agree. I don't, I don't know why. No, no. So, I thought I've never really thought about it, but no, that's what I'd no, want to do. But it's the same amount of time. It's forty-five minutes either way. You mm. might think if we play towards them in the first half and they encourage us and we go two 0 up. But I think there's an element of you almost want to get the first half out the way. I know, but you know, all this is bollocks, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. But this leads to my other question is, why in the name of Pele do we <laughs> do we toss a coin at the beginning of a match? What a totally ridiculous... So what we're doing is we've got people... Wait, okay, go on. So, so you take your premiership match. Yeah. You've got people earning tens of millions we go. a year. No, no, not anti that. We've got... Well, is that relevant? Yes. Okay. We've got television cameras in every corner. Yeah. We've got worldwide audiences of millions oh, bringing right. you in think revenue. all the technology and all the Hawkeye yeah. and all the, the VAR. Yeah, but everything. Everything is down to the infinite detail. And someone comes with a coin. Is it just a coin that basically, this is my lucky farthing, so he gets it out? We don't even know whether the coin... I, rec- I reckon it's a premiership. I don't think they have minted. a premiership coin. You I don't? think they bring their own. Well, it's just a yeah, random Whatever coin. they find in the, yeah. in the changing rooms. And one of them might always end on heads. We never check it. I've never seen a coin checked have by... We, have we ever... Yeah, have official. we ever... Because they do... I think do, uh, there, do they all... This is, this is all your homework, I mm. think. Because <laughs> I'm not I know bothered. exactly... Can I just say, I know exactly what Wait, you're going to say before you speak. Go on. You're going to say, when they flick it, do they turn it over and put it on the back of their hands? Yeah. Yeah, which I've or, seen them do. And then take their hand or off. Or they just let it drop on the floor. So they let it drop on the floor. And then, then is that a standard premiership protocol? Yes. Or does no one give a shit about this bit? No. Therefore, what is the whole point of it? Anyway, if, but if, if it lands if it's, on a muddy pitch... Oh, it could be, it could inside, be at an angle. It? So is it, if it's more than a certain angle... If it's actually bang on 50-50, do they toss again? Yeah, or even mm. 60-40, you could see there being an argument and VAR having to be brought in. I don't ever see it. <laughs> <laughs> Drawing a line. <laughs> yeah, where the coin landed. <laughs> yeah. So my point is this. <laughs> I thought it was an interesting question. So my this question, has become an interesting debate. So the debate goes one step further, is that in the Premiership, they play 38 matches, 19 at home, 19 away. To save something that is luck and chance and could result... Oh, we've talked about that. Yeah. We could result in a team losing their Premiership status on the toss of a coin when they've invested in millions of pounds of science... You, said, you just said it doesn't matter either way a minute ago. Now you're saying it does matter. No, no. What I'm saying is we don't know what effect it has. No, you never will. You can't, is, me- you can't measure it, can you? No, we can't measure it, but it will have some bearing on the outcome. But you're a, you're a bet. Well, you used to be a betting man and a yeah. bookie. So what so I'm what- saying is every home team chooses. We don't have to have a referee tossing well, that, a coin. No, we don't have to have no. chance. We just go, I'm, you're the home team, you trust. And they'll go, we'll kick towards our supporters in the second half. So 19 matches, you have the advantage. 19 matches, the other team. Okay, but, but which? It's simple. It's effective. Okay. It saves time. It's fair. It's scientific. Why do we toss a coin? Because it's Jeb. Which way is it going to go? Ooh. Well, why don't they do best of three? Or rock, paper, scissors? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Arm wrestling. Slapping. Russian slapping. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got right. the biggest feet? 
there's so much to absorb. I don't know where to start. Mm. I've been meaning to chat that one for a while. Anyway. Yeah, it would have been good on the um, the luck yeah, episode. But, you know, just, just, just bring about three episodes I later. Have, I have been a lot more than three, isn't it? That was a long time ago. Oh, I don't ago. know. You're not an abacus, am I? No, you're not. Can I get anything else before you? Before nope. we, okay, I'm sure that will be. Not a thing. No more not, interruptions not, not today. right now. No. Uh, the John My Cooper. Lips are sealed. Jo- don't. I won't. You tinker. I'm not You're a tinker to, today. I'm not, I'm not. Not a peep. <laughs> John Cooper documentary. Russian yeah. spy. Thanks for yeah. thanks to Russian spy for the tip off. But um, yeah. I don't know whether she said it was on Netflix. You, well, you definitely did. She told me it was on. Well, yeah. well, she got it wrong. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I can take well, her. Well, welcome to the salt mine. <laughs> welcome to um, the good life. Because I spent a lot of time on Netflix, I was getting quite frustrated the other night. Yeah. Looking, it wasn't there. But I found, chill. I found it on um, on ITV. Okay. Under, is that someone hammering? Someone in your basement, isn't it? Trying to get out. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the, the, it's called The Pembrokeshire, Pembrokeshire Murders Catching the Game Show Killer. And it's mm-hmm. on ITV. Links yeah. will be in our show notes. There you go, just a little, uh, rather well, everyone's going, I can't find it on Netflix. Like I was. Retro Suites is a bit of a mess, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I can't listen back to it. It started after flick through it. I don't yeah. know why. I'm sure, so I actually don't think I've listened to it through no. properly yet. No. Have you? You have. I've listened to it once, yeah. Well, when you do the edit, I listen. So I just wait. So whatever yeah. time of night it is, I listen. You, is that what you do every, 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 yeah. every episode? Yeah. Okay, wow. But um, yeah, it was. It was. It it sort of worked, but only by the skin of our teeth. I don't know. I dare listen back. No. I just did the edit and just hope hope it all worked. Yeah. But... It was a pick and mix, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you sent me something interesting off the back of that, Mark, mm-hmm. um, about Chupper Chups yes. and Darley. Yes. I'm just going to find it. First the ocelot. Yeah. In 1969, Darley was approached to design a new Chupper Chups logo, and the result became as instantly recognisable as his melting clocks. Darley incorporated the Chupper Chups name into a brightly coloured daisy shape. Always keenly aware of branding, Darley suggested that the logo be placed on top of the lolly so that it could always be seen intact. Yeah. No, I never knew that. They no. even did, I didn't really know but he also, did any graphic design jobs, really. But I'm pretty, but probably did why, That's one of the things, surely. That, yeah, Salvatore Darley, famous. Yeah. Chupper Chups, famous. Yeah. Like, you think we would have heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did thought. you see the design? Yeah, it's cool. And the one they've now changed. Oh, no. His original Well, you just sent me a screenshot, didn't you? You didn't send me... You sent me a screenshot, which I could see the uh, logo. I think the top logo left. Logodesignlove.com. Yeah, the top I'm left not one is type, his original. In a world where you can send links, I'm not going to type that in, all right? I'm old school. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, the top one. I think it's top left. Just what says Chups. Oh, okay, whatever. But yeah, it was interesting. You're uh-huh. right. Yeah. You'll be delighted to hear that uh, four new particles have been found at CERN on the Hadron Collider. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say they could uh, they could crack the secrets of nature's laws. I've looked into it. Not a clue. What, you've read it, you mean? Oh, yeah, I've read it about five times. Yeah. Not a Scooby. Mm. I'll keep going at it. Yeah. And when I understand it, I'll uh, I'll try and cover it. I'm doing the same on Free Will at the moment, so like Free Willy, it's a good film, that. Which one? One or two? Two is a bit of a letdown. Yeah? Mm. Sorry. Well, you shouldn't have got caught a second time. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, they freed him yeah. in the first one. Yeah, that's what's coming to him, didn't they? Can't actually... <laughs> Right, <laughs> it's a whale. <laughs> so, sorry, you're watching Free Willy, what? No, no, Free Will. Oh. I, I don't totally understand it, so I've been listening to try and 
understand it and I still don't understand it. Did Sam Harris kick that off by mm-hmm. any chance? Cause I've he's, been... he's done another monologue. It's even longer than my... <laughs> than yours? My, what, it's 14 minutes? <laughs> Mine wasn't 12, wasn't it? That's the first time I've ever... What, monologued? Under-delivered on a monologue. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've been listening to the Ricky Gervais ones. I've, been, I've finished now, but they were talking about free will and that. Yeah, I want to learn. I'm hungry. Are you? Mm, There's a past- <laughs> Do you want the pastel donato? Oh, right. Okay, sorry. I'm just going to take the uh, the mood down a little bit. Mm-hmm. NASA have been kind of crunching their numbers, as they do. Yeah. A team of researchers working at NASA have finally figured out when the sun's going to burn off and all the oxygen on our planet, thus destroying all life on Earth. Right. Am I going to have to eat this pastry now? Uh, just hear me out. Okay. Uh, by their calculation, it will happen somewhere around the year. Oh, crikey. One billion, two million and twenty-one. I've probably got that. I don't think I've ever read a number like that before. I think right. I'm just going to go away. You are? So I was just looking at my calendar. But <laughs> oh, right. Have you got anything planned for then? I did, but if the sun's going, well, yeah. it was Magaluf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, if you're still on the waiting list for Hamilton tickets, you may need to plan accordingly. <laughs> it's hilarious, isn't it? Mm. Um, uh, we find that future deoxygenation is an inevitable consequence of increasing solar fluxes, whereas its precise timing is modulated by the exchange flux of reducing power between the mantle and the ocean atmosphere crust system. Mm. You keeping up? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this, of course, <laughs> is the opposite of human-induced uh, climate change. It's relatively easy to predict when the sun will destroy our planet because the sun's on a fairly steady arc. The current climate crisis, as overwhelming um, majority of climate scientists agree, is unnatural and stands as the aberration when you compare against data representing the two and a half billion years our planet had an atmosphere before humans showed up. So the bad news is that our planet's likely to become uninhabitable long before the sun suffocates all of the Earth's plant life and then burns off its atmosphere. But the good news is... Mm -hmm. That um, if we're smart enough to solve our current problems, we've got another billion years to figure out how to stabilize the star that gave us life. So, you know, a mm. bit of balance there, isn't there? Yeah. Good news, bad news. Yeah. Like day and night, sun, don't, never mind. Mm. Uh, you've got a bookmark here. Go on then. Saying thank you, no including idea. AI. All right. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So I've done this. <laughs> it's terrible. I've got to have a reminder to do it. I've done this on a few occasions and I want to do it again. And that is to say thank you to people that are listening to this because I've realized I've had quite you know bits of feedback this week. And because I've been thinking a lot about the pod, the fact that people actively refer to things they've heard or, you know, reference things or, mm-hmm. or make a comment i think maybe in my sort of 2 30 in the morning <laughs> so you're getting all emotional yeah all emotion. was 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 just just how i guess how humbling that is not in terms of in terms of like gratification of like oh everyone thinks i'm funny or thinks you're funny or think this is brilliant or think we're clever yeah because they not, don't say that no they don't yeah, they, <laughs> let's just cl- let's clear that one that's up right just, a, and, that's right just a list of possible words <laughs> that people might like to use it's completely up to you <laughs> Free will, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to go through those words again? <laughs> so, no, the point I was making, it was, it was to say thank you. And it was to say, you said something a while ago, and at the time it didn't resonate with me quite as much as it does now. And you said, like, people giving their attention. Mm. And it came up on the course today. Mm. And it was really interesting that the, the woman taking the course was saying about when people are distracted and not paying attention to a conversation one tends to then remove yourself so you'll be talking the other person is like looking around or looking at their phone and she was saying what often happens is the person doing the conversation will then go in their head like well fuck it 
they're not even listening. Yeah, yeah. And she said, in some ways, you might think the natural conclusion would be they're distracted, they're not paying attention, so I need to try harder mm. to bring them into the conversation. And you don't. It's yeah. like, you can't be bothered to listen. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah. So that made me just think about attention. And I just thought the fact that people listen to this and spend the amount of time they do and are then able to reference things they've heard, which shows they've been listening and, and paying attention. It was just a thank you. And it was just, I just think it's humbling that people give us their time. So that was number one. So the second thing was saying please and thank you to AI. So this is... Uh, right. Did a bit of reading. Mm. And there are two lines of thought on this. One line of thought is, and it's even been brought in, I think it started in the States, that basically if you don't say please and thank you to Alexa and Siri, you don't get an answer. It right. can be set in such a way that you have to. But you have to say, so say you go, hey Google, what's the weather like tomorrow? In Bristol tomorrow, there will be scattered showers with a high of nine and a low of seven. Thank you. See, nothing happens. So you have to go, hey Google, thank you. Cheers, mate. Right. Cheers, mate. It's really this is the Bristol version. <laughs> Cheers, my lover. <laughs> Sorry, that was just because I've been thinking about that this week as well, randomly. Okay. That you can't kind of have the typical conversation. It won't recognize or I still be recording. Be... Well, maybe Alexa's different. Yeah, I, don't know. I think it is. But if you go, oh, thanks for that. And it's still recording, expecting that kind of yeah. Q&A &A bit. Can... Yeah. No, I think it does on one. I, I don't have on doesn't. either of them, but I think one or maybe, other maybe of Alexa and Siri do. on Google yeah. I haven't found yet. Could be. Would you like P's and Q's? I don't know. <laughs> so it made me think, and I think it doesn't hurt. So, so, so someone was saying that if you don't kind of thank AI, it won't be as effective. Is that what you're saying? I think some, something had you, happened in the States where someone had fiddled with the settings and basically either for their kids or for themselves or something, if you weren't polite and asked oh, in a okay. nice way, okay, that's cool. it basically sort of, I didn't do anything or like, do you want to ask that again? Became yeah. the response. Someone yeah. just fiddled with the software. Do you want to yeah, rephrase your question? Yeah. You what? <laughs> <laughs> At the time when I heard it, I thought, yeah, that's right, because it's, it's, it's consolidating habits. You should, I'm really, I think pleases and thank yous are really mm, important. Mm. And then I read something that went, we shouldn't get our children to thank AI. And they said a lot of parents would say, we want to encourage, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And the point it was making, which we might go into the future, this was only going to be like a, a mm. one minute, was, uh, <laughs> was um, a lot of children now will have grown up with AI and Alexa and Siri being mm. commonplace. Yeah. And therefore, what they were saying is, if it gets to the point where their interaction with them almost Ooh. becomes as if they're human. Yeah, they can't distinguish the two. Yes. Is that worst place to be? Yes. Then them understanding it yeah. is artificial intelligence. So that was the point that this article mm -hmm. said, that was like, it's know your place. If you get too friendly with AI, then you can't distinguish <laughs> it from people sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And there was um, a voice-activated system that was set up by an American company, by an American company, <laughs> <laughs> um, that was taken off the market and the reason it was taken off the market, it was it was aimed at children. Oh, okay. So it would read them stories, it would teach them, mm. and it would give them reminders, and basically it would become your virtual friend. And it was taken off the market because it was felt it was actually replacing adults and that that could have quite a, okay. an unhealthy mm, situation. Mm, mm. But it did make me think, because we talked a while ago about the fact that AI might, you know, as it becomes more and more sophisticated, mm. might be able to have feelings and intonations and mm -hmm. subtleties that it doesn't currently have and the ai creating ai will be able to yeah you know invest more of that into the ai it creates yeah. 
Yeah, that was on Sam Harris as well, wasn't it? He was kind it? of mentioned it briefly, I think, with the Ricky Gervais stuff, that there is that school, a bit like the monkeys and the typewriters, an in, in, yeah. in infinite amount of time. Yeah. If there's enough time, that there will be a point where, where AI and, and, and human is, is... Indistinguishable. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, that's only time. Yeah. Time is only going to make that better. But we, better don't, better. we don't need infinite time for that. We only need a few years. Yes, I guess that's the that's, point. That's we, you the know, point. It, it will just get better and better and better. It won't get to a point where it'll just plateau. Well, in the, in the 30 weeks of these podcasts, we were talking about AI, not really knowing anything about it. And mm. in 30 weeks, we've been looking at those. And no, no, that, no those more about Tom, it. Those Tom, well, we don't know, but <laughs> no. which is the worrying thing. Those things with Tom Cruise the other day. Oh, yeah. They're good. And everyone's going, oh, these are really scary. And it's like, but this oh. is happening yeah, get, get every day. Yeah. yeah. And I know sometimes I've spent, I've sent a couple of videos on mm. Joe Biden and you've gone, is this real? And yeah, it's, yeah. I'm assuming it is. But anyway, so yeah, that was just, it was just about manners mm. with, with no, AI. Cool. So. I've got a couple of things that are grinding my gears, Mark, at mm. the moment, and I'd like to share them with you. I need share to get them, them off my chest. Yep. So DJ Tony, DJ Fat Tony, Fat DJ Tony, what? Yeah. You're looking at, have I got his name right? DJ Fat Tony. Yeah. I had this up yesterday, but this has been something that's been bothering me. I think it's going to be the same thing. Is it that people me? who hold their mobile phones horizontally in front of their mouths when no. they're, when they're no, and have the speakerphone on? What are they doing? I see people doing it. Oh, in you cars. do agree with it. Phew. What? Yeah. I thought you were going to question it and go, that's how I use my phone. Absolutely not. I think everyone should be shot who does that. It looks like they're eating a piece of Rivita, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? Just getting it close to the lips and not yeah. quite eating it. Yeah. It's, it's come from, I swear it comes from The Apprentice. Yes. They started to do that on The yes. Apprentice years ago in the back of the taxi because basically the production company have gone, you can just hold it so we can hear the conversation. Yeah. So they hold it like that. But people walk around on their own like that. Yes. Like, one, I don't want to hear their co- the other person. I don't want to hear a conversation. I don't want to hear what the other person's saying. Mm. And does the other person know that whatever they're saying is Being audible broadcast. for everybody who walks yeah. past? Just use it like a fucking telephone, right? Mm. What's the matter with people? Or are they worried about brain radiation and mm. reporters asking stupid questions? Oh, Oh, I wanted to. We have covered this already. That person we? should be actually put in prison. Is this the person? I know what you're going to say. I know. When Prince yep. William yep. and Kate were walking past him, yeah. the reporter said, Sir, <laughs> yes. is the royal family a racist family, sir? What do you think the answer is going to be to that? He was everyone to be locked like, in the Tower of London. <gasps> what's he going to? What's he going to say? What's he going to say? Some of the... I really wanted him to turn around and go, "Yes, we are racist," and just walk off. But Twitter actually <laughs> replaced Twitter's headline was something along the edge of, "Was it William?" Yeah, asked, yeah. 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 Prin- something like Prince William clarifies the, the royal, royal family, family physician. Not... Yeah, it's like his yeah, well, all the headlines statement. were, "Yeah, the royal family's not racist." According, yeah. it's like, re- what did you think he was going to say? But of course, he has to say something. You know, no, you just go not. back and just grab him by the collar and... Well, do you reckon he just could have pointed to, you know, to one of his... Yeah, get a beef eater. To so he's one of police protection, just went him, gone. Yeah, Laters. Yeah. Double tap in the back of the head. Honestly, it's, it's, yeah. just, it's so disrespectful, isn't it? That's beyond... La- I, if he, I think that should be a criminal offence. Because if he hadn't said anything... Then you are racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're, not, you're not denying it. It's just like, oh, God, give the guy a break. Do, do you believe in cannibalism? <laughs> Yeah. No, no, I don't. <laughs> but they're all at it, aren't they? Because we talked on. Do your grandchildren go up the chimney? No, none of this happens. <laughs> yeah. just Do like... you pick your nose? Neat it. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But they would be more. They'd be more amusing, wouldn't they? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But imagine being that person who has to ask. Ask that question. Yeah. Or good, you, or good you, day, good you day went down there, life. right? You come back and they go, So, what, what did you ask him? Did you ask him? <laughs> no, I couldn't do it. What do you mean you couldn't do it? It's your job. I, don't, I didn't want to. It's disrespectful. Yeah. You're fired. 
Yeah, I heard that. That's beyond lazy, though, isn't it? Yeah. And I got stopped going into Tesco's. Permanently. <laughs> I've only just got the ban lifted. Um, no, I went to Little Tesco's Express and... Little Tesco's Express? Yeah, just, what's the matter with you? Well, just Let me tell the story. They're normally littler than the big ones, yeah. right? The point I was going to make is, can you, can can you, you do the order? What? Can you, can you do the gradations of size for Tesco? Yeah, I can. I just haven't got time. Okay. All the inclination right there. So I went to Tesco Express. Mm. Sometimes there has been a queue outside because of the post office is mm. in there as well. And, yeah. and sometimes it's a bit confusing as to whether that's the queue for the post office. Mm. Whatever. There's no queue. Got there. The, the, the security guard went, oh. please stop. Yep. I went, why? And he said, because I looked in. Hardly they went in there. He went, there's too many people in here. I was like, and I, and I did that looking around. I went, right, right, okay. Anyway, so a customer started to walk out. And I thought, right, I know how this works. One one in, one in, one <laughs> so I went without the guy telling me. Yeah. And then kind of, you know, I thought that's quite rebellious. What do you think? Yeah. Mm. I would have just walked in and anyway. Because I bet he was dying to go, oh, come on. And you can, yeah. you know, it's his job, isn't it? Yeah. And then what? I went in. Yeah. And I thought, oh, wh- where is everyone? And I yeah. looked down a couple of aisles and it's like no one here. There was more staff in there than, than customers. Mm. So, if, so if the limit's 10, right? Yeah. And there's nine staff. Yeah. Is there only one true. customer going at a time? Judging by your story, yeah. Yeah, but that's okay for me to go in and then me to go and huddle with another three or four people down the end of an aisle. Did you? Because the aisles are tight in the smaller Tesco's. Yeah. You get yeah. down there and you're literally rubbing shoulders. It's like you've stopped, you've stopped me from a safety point. Any physical point. contact. In a pandemic. Yeah, but it's like if this is about safety and numbers and not getting too close to anyone else. Yeah. Four customers can go and huddle around, you know, looking at the cucumbers, can't they? Well, they should do it on times I mean? then, shouldn't they? Like on supermarket sweep. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It's not about how many people are in there because we could all go and stand right next to each other. Yeah. So the, it's it's pointless. Right, should we get on? Yeah. We talked about doing the how's it... How it started. How it started versus how it's going. Yeah. Uh, now this meme feels like it's been going longer, but it was only kind of started in September 2020. Okay. Although I guess Off, it was preceded Twitter. by transformation pictures and glow-ups wasn't it glow-ups being quite yeah but it went from um the first person to september 23rd 2020 a meme started on twitter this is mainly based on twitter and there was a a girl called mel on twitter she put up a picture of a text argument she had with a mate and it said how it started and the second picture how it ended where they'd actually got together these two girls so that became an item so that was what kicked it all off and then since then people have obviously used it for all sorts of, yeah. as you say, yeah. all sorts of reasons, whether that is body transformation or yeah. career or here's me as a baby and here's me now. You know, lots of yeah. famous people yeah. have done it as well. Yeah. Biden's actually used it himself. I see. And I guess there's, ob- there's obviously a lot of, hey, look, I was once a, a nothing, you know, good for nothing, low life with no friends and now look at me. Mm-hmm. You know, I've made friends, lost 30 kilos and I now work for NASA. I yeah. have a smoking hot partner. Yeah. And then there's also people who do the opposite. Yeah. Who say... I used to have a smoking hot pot. I used to have a job at NASA. I've put on 30, 30 yeah. kilos. I've lost yeah. all my friends. And now I'm a good for nothing. And I don't know we've kind of touched on it before, but I was just thinking, well, what, where would we start if we wanted to do something like that? It's not something I'd actually do on social. But then you start, to th- I, then I start to think, well, well, how would I represent me in a, how it started versus how it's going? Would I just go, here's me as a, as a baby and here's me as a 40 foot, how old am I? 44? Uh, 44 year old yeah I mean I, and this was used a lot in psychology and things it's, it's like if I was going on a journey I wouldn't start here that sort of idea mm. so mm. Th- I think my answer to what you've just said is whichever 
picture or words you use to describe your first position mm. will determine the relevance yeah of the so if you so if for example you were doing something yeah you know, i've got a client at the moment who who is making fantastic yeah just the one <laughs> i've got client, clients <laughs> at the moment who are making fantastic progress and if they took a picture six months ago then you could see that transformation and that's a very clear and simplistic thing isn't it yeah. but there could be things around like the fact i'm wearing hats permanently now isn't just my love of hats it's right. my sheer disgust the love and of a horror. warm head Sorry? Love of a warm head? No, just oh. to hold this bloody hair. It's ridiculous, my hair. Go on. No, you're not. Well, we're both, should we, no, we're both wearing make, hats, no. Mark. Should we just both reveal together? You, you doing something doesn't, no. Or just for fun. Because on, on, a, on an audio, fun? audio medium, this will be hilarious. <laughs> no, once seen, you can't unsee my hair if I take my hat off. You see, my state of mine. Yeah. I described your hair as liquid hair the other day to someone. Liquid hair? Yeah. Are you discussing you know, my Claudia... hair with anyone? Well, how do you even get onto that? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I said I thought it was about eight inches high, and they said that was really high. It probably is. Again, how did you high. even get to... I don't even want to know who you were talking to, but... Did someone go, oh, how's Damoni's hair? Do you know what I mean? And I went, eight inches. <laughs> <laughs> Still ginger. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, so the start and finish. The start obviously, your hairs. I, well, I can see. I can see your sideburns. Anyway, <laughs> I can see so, your chops. No, we're just moving on. So it's going to be the start that is going to determine whether your how it's going picture is positive or negative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. Or, 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 the, or the subject. I'm going to show yeah. you my hair. <laughs> it's not eight inches, is it? Look at that. It's still liquidy. That's what it's always the response. Don't I you get. think it's liquidy? Liquidy? I don't Do you know, know what I mean by liquidy? No, I don't know what no. you mean. Come on, I've, I've shown you mine. You show no. me yours. <laughs> what you say? Wait, no, wait, wait, this is a circle of trust. What, what are you so embarrassed about? Don't want to show you my hair. For reasons of what? Embarrassment? Are you embarrassed? I but, wouldn't say I'm embarrassed. Um, Do you feel it doesn't, you know, kind of go with the rest of your... Image. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you're not seeing it. Okay, fine. Um, where are we going to go with it? I the... think you look good with long hair. You ever had long hair? Been an anarchist. I've had, I've had unruly hair. I told you when I didn't wash it for months. Yeah. I did. Did you get dreads? I tried to get dreads. Oh, yeah. did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is when you were hanging out in the, uh, in the black in communities. The yeah. yeah. Well, no, actually. <laughs> so is that, is that, is that cultural, th cultural appropriation acceptable when, no, when you're hanging? Not now, no. No, but even if you were, even if you were literally living, you know, in an area where, you know, all your, your friends were, so is it a dodgy subject? It isn't a dodge. Well, no, it wasn't that. But you know what I'm saying. If you're, if you grew up in, if you grew well, up in a in multicultural a, society, okay, in a, in a multicultural area, for example, yeah. you were probably the minority, being a white man there. The right? majority of people. And when, when you were growing up, when you, you, you talked about the guy you used to train with, yeah, you were hanging around with what West Indians, I guess. Were they West they Indian were, descent. They were generally probably second generation. Yeah, if you were hanging and you were just kind of thought I'd grow dreads, but none of them took the hump. No, but the the reason I the only reason I've been hesitant is the most ridiculous reason in the world. I think what it's not really a thing. It's <laughs> but not people a, have thing. Made it a thing. So what happened that's was what I'm getting, that's what I'm getting to. In 1980, mm. I was following punk music. Punk music had a, a fantastic, and it, I was seeing. I saw an interview with Paul, Pauline Black from the Selector, mm. and she was saying ska music became a very very vibrant musical form, mm. and she actually said in her little chat when she was being interviewed. And it had elements of punk, and it did. Like literally, I would go yeah. and see the Clash Scott on did, Thursday, yeah, and the Specials or Selector or the Beat or whatever on the Friday, yeah. and you'd see the same crowd, and it was the most culturally diverse. Except reggae, because 
pretty much reggae ska totally. is is reggae and punk in my in my yes. my definition is definitely it's a mixture of the two and very much based in the industrial midlands yeah talking about you know some of the the, the lyrics on the specials were like so they were a social commentary i mean too much too young from the specials yeah, is just yeah. totally about yeah. you know things you probably couldn't say now but mm-hmm. at the time were so right yeah and the reason I think where there's some reticence in my voice is now I just don't want to say mm. what I did then because then yeah. there wasn't one element of it that was wrong. So what happened was I would I went to a school that had a lot of black people. I was listening to music that was linked to black music and yeah. black culture. Yeah. The betting shop I worked within, I would say the punters were probably... 95 but even the way you're describing it now is probably not the way you thought about it then no you were just living even in realized. an area and listened to yes. music you liked and had yes. some friends you know had different color skin to it yes. wasn't even a thing it wasn't it a, thing. Be a thing and so i I've, it's now become a thing now hasn't it when you look back yes everyone's referencing what happened you know to that it's like hold on you can't and part of being part things. of being young and growing up in the musical culture at the time it was mm. i did i got books about rastafarianism and thought i want to learn about this and i want to learn yeah. about ethiopia and learn about where it came from and when yeah. it and then, because there were so many things going around then in terms of, I mean, that's almost going back to your thought that this is how it started and, you know, this is where oh, yeah. we're at sort of yeah. thing. So it started then that you would have, and we've mentioned this before, you would walk into a shopping centre and you would have these groups of people mm. who had their separate identity, mostly youth, but had this crossover mm. that although there was, especially down at the bank holidays, there was, you know, especially around you know, skinheads and rockers and things yeah, like that. Yeah. There was some. There's always violence. been that through history, yeah, through history, yeah. isn't it? Tribalism. Yeah. yeah. But generally, it was, and this is a well overused term, but it was a sort of melting pot. And mm. I don't think people were aware of race as being such a predeterminate for everything you said and did. Yes. It was just there. We had riots which in is Bristol. How it should be, which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And there were riots, and they were called race riots in Bristol and in Toxteth and yeah. Liverpool. But I can remember being around on the nights when that happened and somehow i don't know i don't quite know what i'm saying but what i'm saying is now it's ridiculous that now i've got some hesitancy reporting what i did in that time because in that time not one person was offended that i didn't wash my hair for months Mm, mm. not one person i was going to blues parties i was you know no there wasn't any it wasn't questioned yeah and that's not to say there wasn't racism and there wasn't lack of opportunity, but it didn't become the be all and end all of yes. every single person's conversation. Almost like someone sitting around waiting for you, waiting to, for you to slip up yeah, as well. Yeah, and the number of people I've seen—I mean, I know Twitter isn't representative—but we'll go. Oh, I, I noticed you said so and so, so and so, instead of so and so, so and so. It's like I can't keep up. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's if there's bigger battles to fight than yeah. than. I mean, I don't mean language in terms of using yeah. totally inappropriate ones, but. I wanted to bring this up. I didn't know what I was going to, but I'll put it in now anyway because it feels relevant. I won't dwell on it because it's not what we're going to dwell on. But they, when Meghan Markle talked about skin colour in her yeah. interview, yeah. for me, which I think a lot of people have failed to pick up on, is the word concern yeah. that she used. Yeah. And then, of course, Nick, our friend Nicholas Witchell has gone, quite frankly, it was a witless remark by one of the royals. Mm-hmm. And everyone's gone, witless? Don't you mean racist? their arguments i'm not saying what yeah. i wasn't there yeah. i wasn't no 
no one was there apart from those two people mm. by the sounds of it. So how can we even comment? Yeah. But what kind of made me think of in terms of a conversation around skincare? We've had this chat, yes. haven't we, this week? Yes, I just suddenly realised we've had this chat. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know whether you reference some of your history in terms of or, or just try to put ourselves in their shoes, that almost having a conversation about if you've got interracial couples or whatever, then I guess having a, an innocent conversation about the colour of their skin mm-hmm. is a curiosity mm-hmm. and an inquisitiveness rather than a prejudice. But there can yeah. be very different things. But then you can kind of you. It's very you got to be very careful. I got to be very careful what I'm saying here in terms of the language I'm using. Yes. But if someone is concerned about that, you would argue that they've got a prejudice, right? Yeah. And arguably they could be racist. However, just having a conversation. I can't remember. You had an example of. of I can't remember. I was what, using the example of of two of my daughters. One yeah. of my daughters went out. That's um, it. Yeah. With a black lad, yeah. and he would come round, and he would train with me, and we would we would play football together, mm-hmm. and we would have all the normal conversations, colour. And I know people, even now, yeah. when I'm talking, I'm thinking I'm going to say colour doesn't matter, and people are going, "Well, that's a typical thing for a white man to say." And it's like, it, oh, I don't again. want to be second no, 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 guessing. No. So I got on really well with this young lad. Yeah. End of. Yeah. And there would be times when we would be around the dinner table and having a meal. And the conversation would go like, "Go if you two are married and you have kids, yeah. and my daughter would go, I hope our child doesn't have big ears like me, or I hope they're yeah. good at running, or I yeah. hope they, they're... Yeah. And it wasn't anything to do with race. It was mm. two people that mm. if you had... And I know when another daughter has, has had a boyfriend and you've had the similar conversations and it was a white boyfriend going, if you two have a child, he's going to be blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you just look at... And that's, yeah. that, that is a, a conversation yeah. that people have. Yeah. You know what? What is the the summation of our genes going to look like in the form of a yeah. of a baby? Yeah. If that was a witless remark, but it could have been just said. I don't know. Yeah, it but again, really we weren't there in terms no. of you know where there was concern or or, or the nature of that. But yeah. I think the thing it then got. I didn't. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't really the point. The thing I kind of started to think about, which has been bothering me for probably years, and it, we had it. We've had it with Kamala Harris recently. Yeah. The first. Yes. The first black female. Yeah. Although even you get the first female X, you yeah. get the first black X, and you get the first black female, and it's like, yeah. and then the first we've transgender. Just, we've, just, we've just had the International Women's Day, and yeah, and he's like, well, th- those differences, or the first person, you know, and everyone talks about, but we talked about Biden's age, and I wasn't making yeah. a comment about Biden's age. Yeah. It was just he's older, therefore frailer. Mm. I wasn't. Yeah, I don't care how old the no. president is. But then it's the first, it's the first over sixty, over seventy, over yeah. so age, gender. Yeah. race is constantly pointed out yes the differences those differences which have ageism sexism racism wrapped around them are constantly pointed out yes. almost the precursor to every description of anybody on the main street anywhere you look yes it's it's, it's tiresome tiger woods can't go anywhere without being the yeah. first you know black winner of, of the u.s masters yeah can't go anywhere without that. him no. being remind oh yeah sorry yeah thanks for reminding me yeah. i didn't look in the mirror this morning it has no relevance it's, it doesn't have any relevance but everyone makes it relevant mm. and then everyone then when people kind of start you know like we are here struggling to try and yeah. find the right words and not just have an open conversation about it to make sure that we're not going to be picked up and slammed not that anyone's listening we're mm-hmm. going to be picked up and slammed dunk for getting getting your words wrong yeah yeah what a kind of life are we all li- living there when there's when it's like, well, you're just pointing differences out. Yes. Constantly. You're, accent- you're, in, you're, you're accentuating the difference rather than... Yes. And then, then the whole... That, that, that's the whole that's why we're never going to get over it. We're never going to have... There's always going to be a problem because, you know, I'd argue most mainstream media are constantly reminding us of the difference. Yeah. And I think... I think, And we fall into that trap as well. Oh, they're the first one. They're the first one. That's, it's, like, it's, not, it's not important. But I think the trap we fall into, and I was just thinking now, and 
I hate the fact that I feel censored and whether it's a true perception mm. that I'm censored or mm. not, but I'm, I'm totally aware of someone saying, well, that's easy for you to see, say in your position. It's, it's blah, just, blah, blah. I'm just saying from my personal experience. But it's actually but you, not easy. It's harder to say. Yeah, it's, it's harder, harder to, to have say. a discussion. But there's but. two things I wanted just mm. on what, based on what you said. Number one is surely progress in terms of everybody's attitude to race is that we should be talking about it less, not more. That would be progress, yeah, that yeah. it doesn't become... Like I was talking uh, about Ras- Rashford on, on, in his Twitter posts. Yeah. Can't remember I left that in or not. Can't remember. I don't think so, no. But every time he gets racially abused, live on Match of the Day, Gary Lineker takes oh, his glasses say. off and yeah. goes, oh, he's just responded to this bit of racism. You know, it's just, yeah. we're all talking about it. Yeah. The people, the idiots who were doing it were giving them a platform. But Sorry, was, I didn't that, mean to no, interrupt. Well, was, the, it was that kind of thing. We're yeah. constantly talking about the bullies. Yeah. But we're almost talking about race when it doesn't, when it isn't even a thing. That's no, the thing. Yeah, it, that's it, it becomes what, overly important. Yeah. The second thing I was going to say was that, and this goes back to what you've just said then about, is that looking back to my life in, say, 1977, 1978 Mm. in Bristol, there were things that were happening. So, for example, I know when I was at football matches, Mm. I was involved as a passive observer in some ways, but in another way by a participant Mm. of being in an atmosphere that was generally right wing. Mm-hmm. and far right wing national front was very big national yeah. front was allowed a big platform mm-hmm. national front used to infiltrate the football club yeah. nearly every football club yeah. i can remember people doing nazi salutes at mm-hmm. football mm-hmm. what i'm saying is that the, the progress has been made on those big things the throwing of bananas onto the pitch the the, the abusive language the mm-hmm. horrible abuse of black players and i'm not saying we haven't moved yeah, on no you're right those things have been centered upon and people's awareness mm. has been changed as it has around slavery because of people discussing it. Yeah. What I'm saying is I don't think things should be hidden under the carpet, mm. but mm. it doesn't have to be a precursor that every single time we have a discussion, people are concerned about, not necessarily about offense, but just not having an open conversation. Yeah. But it doesn't, as you say, it doesn't need to be every word is put in. Someone's always wait, waiting with a sniper's rifle, aren't they? Yeah. As soon as you step, you know, step slightly out of line, yeah. say the wrong word, you know, we all stumble, we all fumble with our words. Yeah. People have, haven't they? But people are waiting so, for people to, to trip yeah, up. Yeah, people have they? just got the someone of colour the wrong way around. Yes. And they're in big trouble. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're all over this, like, you know, and they didn't, and they feel, all, you know, they didn't mean it. They're, yeah. They're in an live interview. They mix their words up, and yeah. suddenly they're. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's it's a really difficult place to be, isn't it? But I think if you can't have open discussions, mm. then then you aren't going to make progress yeah. because you're going to get caught up in the minutiae mm. rather mm. than the biggest bigger. But you, then you start to think everyone's whipping this up. You know, it's not like you said; it shouldn't be brushed under the carpet. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. But it's it's finding its own kind of momentum, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's all getting thrown into a you know the, the like you said the headlines mm. based on the stu- we just made the point about the, the reporter asking stupid questions. Yeah, so then it, that they're they're cr- asking stupid questions to create ridiculous headlines to get people looking at if there isn't a de- if there isn't a frenzy around that mm. again back to the people's attention. No one's attention will be on on all these crappy news websites. Well, taking social or apps or websites or whatever you know, even the, watching the TV. Yeah. Well, going back to what they're I... They're whipping up a, they're whipping up something that isn't, shouldn't even be a thing. Exactly. That's the point. I'm, when I said afterwards, like jokingly, oh, you know, do you p- agree with children going up the, the, the chimney, chimney or... Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, 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 yeah. blah. That's what's happened because the question 
they felt comfortable about asking that. Mm, mm. You, there's only one answer you could give. Even if you are racist, <laughs> there's only one answer you can give. Yeah. But if that is the only question and that, that, that is somehow accepted that you mm. ask that question, you have got to ask every other question because you're basically saying, yeah, I are. now need to know your family's moral code on all these issues. Yeah. You need to deny, mm. you need to deny all of these because mm. once we've asked one question on race, yeah. we have to ask every other They're question. Right. Or why why do you feel do you feel trapped in the royal family, sir? Yeah. That's that'd be a relevant question from that from that interview. Yeah. But they chose to ask the race one. Mm. Why? Because that's that's the that's the stir everyone wants to be reading about. Yeah. Isn't it? And the the headline then comes out and you see Prince William and Racist in the same line. Yeah, yeah. And it gets misread. Yeah, absolutely. And some people have gone just like sort of seen the headline and going, oh, what? So he's involved in it. Do you know what I mean? It's mm, mm. it is. It's stirring stuff up instead of trying to get along together. Yes, it's trying to create divisions so that we can all feel more offended about stuff, or more hurt, or like you say, trying to catch people out. Have you got any any food? Any any recipes? Any top tips? So, two very very quick top tips. One is, we haven't really talked about macros that much. We have mentioned them. So mm-hmm. protein, carbohydrate, and fat. I, I read someone who's, who listed the whole number of things that people swear by. So there's, you know, there's intermittent fasting and there's carnivores and there's vegan and everybody has a view. Mm. And there probably isn't any right answer for everything. Mm. You, you know, you have to take what works for you. Yeah. And you've talked before, we've been talking about fiber and allergies and mm. things that, that work for you and then don't. Yeah. And so I think when when you put that out, I thought it's <laughs> it's almost like our discussion on race. There's probably three recipes that either people are going to go, oh, that's typical. I'm, I'm not going to eat steak. Or... <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to give a general one. One was we mentioned the granola before. Mm. And I read someone the other day on Instagram who basically said all these people having granola and porridge are just eating cake for breakfast. Right. And I thought, you're sort of right. Mm. Mm. If you had a flapjack and yeah. you broke it into pieces and covered it in milk and called it granola, <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah. So I think in terms of that's why I wasn't I was reticent to go, oh, here's three really good recipes, because it's almost like when we're talking about supplements, every mm. recipe is mm. gonna be different for different people. Yeah. But there's two things I was going to say. One is that the first meal of the day, I think a lot of people having porridge, you know, with you know, like a lot of Amelia's clients have porridge with mm. chocolate and fruit which is a form of flapjack and granola is a form of flapjack and Mm. muesli is a form of flapjack. So I think my sort of top tip on that was to have a bit of balance because if you actually look in terms of a lot of European, I'm not even going to say breakfast, but their first meal of the day is quite often a protein rich. You often get the cheeses and the cold meats. Mm. And I was thinking that still hasn't really taken off in this country. No, no. You know, I was saying about a TV program, Four in a Bed, that I like watching, and it's like it's very rare that you'll get a sort of mm. platter of cold meats and cheese, mm. but it makes perfect sense. It's getting a nice, mm. you know, bit of protein in at the beginning of you know your yeah. first meal of the day. So I think that was the sort of top tip was that I would say a lot of people tend to go, "This is what I have for breakfast," and you say, "I have eggs, or I have cereal, or I have whatever." We don't do that for any other meals. We don't go, yeah. This is my lunch. I just have potatoes uh, yes, yeah. or a sandwich. You, yeah. you would have a range of things. And then in the evening, it becomes an even bigger range. You? Most people would probably mm. have 10, 12, 14 mm. different meals. But somehow for breakfast, oh, yeah, we yeah. become tied in that this is my breakfast. And yeah. I was just thinking, that's daft. And the point I was making is I can talk about the granola. It's very high in calories. So if you're on weight loss, it's not a good idea. It's It's got a 
healthy fat content, which makes it high because of the nuts. And I think most seeds are about 50% um, fat yeah, as yeah. well. So that's why I was thinking it's not really worth me going, here's a great recipe for granola because it's only going to be right for certain people mm -hmm. at certain times. Yeah. So I think the point I was making was looking at your first meal of the day, I would say have some variety, have the same approach to your first meal of the day as you so would. Meals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And even as I'm thinking this, I love having, you know, like this sort of platter of cold meats and cheese. I can't remember the last time I've had it. Mm -hmm. I think maybe when we went to Munich, we yeah. would have it in a yeah, hotel. Yeah, yeah. And we're not, I don't have it now. So I'm, I'm, mm. I'm not taking my own advice, but it's that bit around your first meal of the day can be a lot more adventurous than people are making it. Yeah. The other thing I think I was saying about macros is just the point of, I think the fact that, that so many macros are vilified, so it'll people be going, should be low carb, high carb, low fat. I think it's the thing I would say is what people are tending to do, this is sweeping generalization, is look at something and go, oh, that's zero fat. Therefore, that is inverted commas good for me or yeah. it'll help me to lose weight. The fat content per se isn't going to it's going to be the calorie content. Mm. The other thing is if fat is taken out of something, something has to be added to make it palatable. Mm. So a key example would be, and it's happening less now, but in the early days, very low-fat yogurts have to have other stuff in them or else people wouldn't, and quite often yeah. that was sugar yeah. that was yeah. used. So I think this idea of just thinking something's got 0% of something makes it healthier is a bit of a misnomer. So I think the thing about macros is just to understand what their roles are in the body. And I think the key one, and I had a discussion with someone this week, is that if you're doing weight training or strength training or a lot of cardio and you're breaking down muscle fibers for the body to repair them, the, the key takeaway from this is protein can do what carbohydrates and fat can do, but they can't do what protein can do. So if you're going to rebuild and repair, and that's the key word, repair, mm your muscle fibers after expending you know, energy during weightlifting or, or, or cardio um, activity, you do need protein. And I think when I look at what people are having, it's so, so tiny. And even the recommended daily amounts of protein that you get on the labels, it's pitifully low. So that's the one thing I would say to people is try and see how you can just exert a bit more protein into your diet if you are doing weight training and cardio work. Cool. Some life hacks. So first one, bulldog clips yeah. or binder clips as they're called. Mm -hmm. If you've got a, kind of some unruly um, wires. <laughs> yeah. Or binders. Yeah. Uh, wires on your kind of desk or table. Put the bulldog clips on the edge of the table mm -hmm. and then use the, the silver clip bits to put your wires through. Mm -hmm. Like your charger wires, so it holds yeah. them in place. So yeah. Especially at the back of a desk when you can't always get to them. Yeah. Rather than dropping down the back. Um, Mark, do you worry about your keys being on show uh, to sticky-fingered burglars? Uh, would you like somewhere to keep them safe? <laughs> um. <laughs> Don't say no. No, I do. What? I, I really do want you, to know. You do worry. Well, you do worry about the safety of your I keys. I worry for two reasons. Once I was burgled. Oh, right. This is pertinent then. Yeah. Was that, I mean, that's not, that's no, pretty reason, bad. The it? Reason, the reason, sound like there's going to be another reason. The reason I was laughing. <laughs> is this is this close to home? Have you had your keys stolen from your house? Your car keys? My daughter's tried to win £50 by sending um, a picture into Take a Break magazine. Right. On And it was it was addressing the issue of keys. Okay. So they had um, one of those little tea stands where it's like little hooks and you put your cup, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. cup stand. Yeah. So they took the cups off and hung keys yeah 
on the hooks uh-huh. and said, this would be a great idea. Right. And it just, it's no different to a box, but your keys are hung up. Yeah. But the key thing here uh-huh. is that after being burgled and then hearing that sometimes on some occasions the burglar would take the keys yeah. and drive yeah. the car off. Yeah. So yeah. you just pick up this thing. So have I just pissed on your fireworks? Not really. I have okay. no idea what you're talking about. Okay. But here's, here's a little tip. Okay. So out of... um. Out of sight, out of mind, this is really. Yep. If you get a picture frame that is quite deep in terms of its relief, yes. you can hinge it at one side yeah. rather than hang it. Just hint, have one hinge or two hinges yeah. at the side. Yeah. So the picture opens up on the wall like a door yeah. and you can hang your keys behind it. Then when mm-hmm. you close the picture, your keys are hidden. So it's like a little kind of safe on the wall. Mm. Mark, how do you fold your socks? Do you fold your socks? Or do you kind of turn them all inside out and make a little kind of yeah. grenade out of them? Make a grenade. You yeah. absolute savage. Right. So thanks for Mary Kondo. Have you heard of Mary Kondo? Yeah. Her little tip is really good. I did this in my sock drawer. It's okay. very good. So put your socks together, yeah. flatten them out, yeah. and visually cut them into quarters or fourths, um, and then fold them over in three folds. Mm-hmm. So they're nice and kind of thin. And then you just stack them all one, all in a line in your sock drawer. It will change your life. Rather than just having a big pile of grenades, sock grenades. Okay. Right. So you just fold your socks. Yeah, like I've just said, mm. just do it, your life will change. Honestly, you like you like being tidy and squared away, don't you? Yeah, in some elements. Mm. We had our red and white striped socks, didn't we? Yeah, I've noticed you've got the blue and white ones on today. <laughs> yeah. you no, got the, a job um, for TikTok. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, and then I sent you that thing. You got sock? Yeah, you got a sock related TikTok. Yeah, didn't the sec you? that was the second video I looked at. There you it go. was how to put on. It was a machine to help you put on socks. Yeah, it's not typical TikTok. No. Have you got any home genies for me, Mark? She's celebrating two years today. What, been doing this for two years? On this morning. Is she celebrating it like, how the hell did I get this far? She's going to make a a, a Lego celebration <laughs> trophy. <laughs> yeah. So just a couple of things. She did um, a Moroccan-style gazebo, like a taste of Marrakesh. And having been to Marrakesh... Looks like it cost about a thousand quid. Proper job, that. It's not, she's not made it out of anything. She hasn't. The gazebo she's bought, that was 300 quid. Right. But the trimmings. Huh? So can you see the bunting there, the orange bunting? She's made some bunting. Has she? She cut. For her she 300 cut, quid Moroccan She cut pergola. Um, triangles out of Sainsbury's carrier bags. Oh, what a legend. Right. Um, and you see the Moroccan table at the bottom? Yeah, what's that made out it's of? It's a palette that she painted. Green. Yeah. Wonderful. What else have you got? Do you see the cushions? Yes. They're the cushions from a sofa. Right. And she wrapped them in waterproof material and took them outside. This is sheer gold. I don't know why you're knocking her. I'll find one more. I'm just trying to find something that you'll... Um... Like? I didn't quite get this one, but I'm going to share it with you. So there's the there's the photograph. It's a door. With a hole to in describe it. it. Is that a mirror? No, it's glass. She's put a hole... Okay, yeah. It's a door, but with a big glass pane in the middle of it. Yeah. yeah. And do you know what's on the other side of the door? Looks like another room. Yeah. Right. It's It's her toilet. Right? Oh, right. So she put a, a plain glass pane... In the middle of the door. On the, on the toilet door? Yeah. Okay. Does she want everyone looking she at said, her doing a... I love this loo with a view. Don't it... worry, there is a blind you can pull down. And I thought that's maybe making work. No shit. That you put... Yeah. <laughs> like she's well, just, you wouldn't without she the blind, no. She just got to have a cup of tea in the garden yet, bought a £300 pergola, you know, cut a pallet down to size and painted it, and took the cushions off her sofa and covered them in material where she's just going to have to... Take the material go. off, then put them back. But husband's probably going, hold on, where are my cushions gone? In my sat, sat on the sofa, and he's, the wood's gone through his ass, hasn't it? He's gone, what the hell's going on here? He's probably going, where's the middle of my door gone? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so she's he's, put he, glass so he's, in the he's middle of the door. He's walked in, all kind of sleepy in the middle of the night, sat yeah. down for a shit and gone, what is that? Yeah. And then his three kids. And everyone's are, looking at him. Go. 
<laughs> so yeah, so you can't. There is a blind so you can pull down, but I love seeing through to the gorgeous tiles. So I couldn't bring myself to frost the glass. Yeah, too, over, too much time on our hands, isn't she? Um, that's it for this episode. Well done for getting this far, and thanks for listening. Give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at I'm Finecast, and send your feedback and ideas to I'm Finecast at gmail.com. Please give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend, or send them a link or a screenshot or whatever you feel is appropriate. In the next episode, so personality types. Mark's finally settled on his personality type for this week. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a look at what that is. So we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.